0: OTB GAA. Hurling games. All we can do is do our absolute best, and but we have to dust ourselves down and we have to go again. Just be the best that you can be after that.
1: Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Football on off the ball with Sky. Don't miss Leeds versus Newcastle this Saturday. Live only on BT Sport. This is News Talk.
1: All right, you are very welcome back. Uh, there is obviously live football tonight. There are Europa League uh, semi finals and Europa Conference League semi finals. Uh, West Ham still scoreless against AZ. Alkmaar, 37 minutes gone in their Conference League semi final. Uh, Fiorentina 1 0 up against Basel in the other semi final. And in the Europa League, Sevilla 1 0 up away against Juventus while it's scoreless between Roma and Bayer Leverkusen. So all those games heading towards half time. Now I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Rachel O'Sullivan from Girls on the Ball. How are you keeping Rachel?
0: I'm very well Thank you How are you?
1: I'm all right. It is a very busy time To put it mildly In the WSL And it is Cup Final Weekend as well Uh, We will get on To the clash Of Manchester United And Chelsea At the weekend But they're not just Fighting for the Cup They're also fighting For the league Uh, Manchester United Have had the points In the bank Chelsea have had the games In hand But Chelsea have been Winning those games In hand And with three games Left for Chelsea And two for Manchester United United are two points clear But looking at that Fixture list I'm assuming Chelsea are odds-on favourites to win the title.
0: Yeah, I would think so. They've been in this kind of position before. You know, They've won it before. They know how to play the big games. Um, add into it, they're getting some of their players back from injury as well. Pernilla Harder, Khadija Buchanan got a few minutes as well. So that is all good signs for Chelsea, absolutely.
1: So they were 6-0 winners against Leicester this week. Uh, you mentioned Pernilla Harder. The talk is, and it's been pretty much confirmed, I think she's going to go to Bayern Munich in the summer, Magdalena Eriksson as well. Those sort of stories coming out a few days before a cup final in the title run-in. Is Emma Hayes comfortable with that?
0: I mean, you know, she'll say she's not going to talk about rumours and and she'd be absolutely right. Like their focus is on the here and now, it's on the season now, regardless of whether Harder and Eriksson are leaving the club at the end of the season. And they want to win as much as possible before they go. And right now, they're Chelsea players, and that's all they're going to be focused on. Um, you know, I'd be surprised if they didn't if they didn't go. You know, it would be a big surprise if there was a if it ended differently. But um, yeah, I think right now Emma Hayes is not going to be focusing on that at all.
1: Uh, we saw Magdalena Eriksson here in Dublin playing with the Sweden team, and just how you know, comfortable a footballer and technically strong she was at the back. The loss of Harder and Magdalena Ericsson. A Chelsea rebuild this summer with Katie McCabe, Uh, maybe again uh, some speculation rising around that. Is it going to be a a big rebuild at Chelsea with the loss of those players or is this a sort of constant thing with Emma Hayes that there's always a little bit of a turnover season on season?
0: I think there is always a bit of a turnover, but, you know, particularly Eriksen, she's a blue through and through. She's been there for such a long time and being the captain, they will be both be big losses. Pernilla Harder is showing exactly what Chelsea will be losing next season coming back and getting two braces in a row, two players a match in a row. Um, She's been on absolute flying form. Um, So yeah, they will be big losses. You know, there's rumours going around about who they might sign but you have to then factor in how long is it going to take to bed them in a little bit you know I think Katisha Buchanan was probably brought in with thinking that Ericsson might leave so they've tried to, done, to kind of prepare for that a little bit already um, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe some others left and, and there was a little bit of a rebuild at Chelsea to be honest
1: uh, what rumours are you hearing is Katie McCabe one of them
0: no, actually, I haven't heard that Katie McCabe rumour again since January. So part of me think that's kind of been put to bed. Um, you know, she's been getting a lot of minutes since January. She's captained the team a good few times, you know, obviously down to more injuries at Arsenal. Um, I'd be surprised, you know, if she left Arsenal in the summer.
1: So the fixtures remaining in the league, uh, three games left for Chelsea. They play West Ham next Wednesday. The following Sunday, it's Arsenal and then they play Reading on the final day of the season. Uh, Manchester United's two games on paper, probably more difficult. They play Manchester City in a derby and then they play Liverpool on the final day of the season. Uh, The Arsenal game is probably going to be the decisive one here unless the fixture congestion just catches up with Chelsea and the fact that they have to go straight from a cup final on Sunday to playing West Ham next Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I mean... For me, I think it's hard to look past Chelsea. Um Arsenal have been impressive despite their catastrophic injury list. Um and obviously still all to play for for them because they want to get that that Champions League Mm. spot. And with Manchester City dropping points, you know, that gives them even more incentive um going forward. I think a lot will be decided with that Chelsea game, but I also feel like Chelsea could draw it and still win the league Arsenal could draw it and still get Champions League um, as far as my maths is right Um, so yeah I think that's going to be a really tasty fixture and the same can be said for Manchester United playing Manchester City Um, so it is impossible to call nothing's kind of really been decided yet I think other than maybe Manchester City potentially looking less and less likely to to get the title at all Um, and I think goal difference will play a huge part in that And, and goal difference could play a part in a number of areas whether that's winning the league or getting that final Champions League spot, um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a very tasty final couple of weeks, and that those fixtures on the 21st of May particularly could be quite decisive.
1: We had Eva Mannion on the show last week, and uh, what a brilliant story! Her comeback from uh, two ACL injuries to finally get back playing ninety minutes for Manchester United to get her way into an Ireland squad, and you know, not looking like a position in the squad for World Cup, but no likely to be a starter for Ireland at the World Cup. Uh, she came off the bench for Manchester United at the weekend again. Chances of her starting the cup final in, at the weekend against Chelsea?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if she did I mean she was brilliant when they played Arsenal Um, if I remember correctly she got player of the match so you know I wouldn't be surprised if she started the game or at least featured Um, she's been brilliant and it's brilliant to see her get though, get, get the proper time at Man United. You know, she was so unlucky with that second injury. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she if she started. Um, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if she was, you know, in the starting 11 for Ireland as well.
1: Because she's coming into the Irish scene quite late, um, you know, people maybe weren't fully aware of her background and just how good at a high level she was playing in before she picked up the injury. But she'd been in the team of the season a couple of times. Like, quite often when we talk about Ireland, we talk about, Denise O'Sullivan and Katie McCabe has been the two outstanding players at a level above everybody else is she fully fit full season under her belt heading towards that sort of level
0: yeah I'd, she'd be right up there um, for many years we've watched Eva Mannion and just thought like she needs to be in a team that's winning things. She deserves to be in a team that's winning things and I think, you know, there are a couple of players out there who get those unlucky injuries in their career like I think of the likes of Jordan Nobbs or, you know, Danielle Carter and and they never quite get what they deserve particularly with uh, international. So to see if manion get an international call-up and what looks like going to a major tournament is, you know, no more than she deserves because she's been superb. She played at Birmingham. I remember seeing her for years, a player that kind of stood up for us and and we often talk about the goal scorers and, and those key players in midfield but she always stood out as such a solid defender and putting her in a, a, alongside a Louise Quinn you know that's another level above that that Ireland are going to get
1: The There's such quality now at the top of the WSL with those four teams with Chelsea and Arsenal and the two Manchester clubs uh, scrapping it out for European spots for the league title for the Cups Uh, for Arsenal to finish Champions League despite their brilliant history like it would be quite an achievement considering the amount of injuries they've picked up to be within you know kick of a ball of a Champions League final and to still be able to get back into the Champions League for next season with all the players that are gone, all the experience that is gone. They're sort of just scrapping it out. And like have Blackstenius, who there were question marks around the turn of the year, has shown a bit of form again that maybe they'll just about get this done.
0: It would be incredible if Arsenal get Champions League. Um, There were moments there in the season the last couple of weeks where you thought, actually, you know, you're looking at them in a, in a Champions League semi-final they might actually even feature in the competition next year and now with Man City dropping points it would be an incredible achievement you know obviously the injuries have kind of come throughout the season two big ones in in um, just before Christmas you know and then to have Leah Williamson to have Kim Little out you know Caitlin Ford's been carrying a knock for a little while Steph Catley's gone a couple of injuries as well and you're seeing youngsters in the squad who probably came in with the future in mind suddenly having to step up and deliver these performances and the likes of Victoria Polova, you know youngster getting player of the match last night um, and yes, yeah, Tina Blackstenius maybe not scoring as many goals as she should but scoring important goals and that's what matters for Arsenal they want her scoring in the big games and when it matters um, you know and, and last night she could have probably had four or five um, but for them so long as she's scoring when it's important and when it matters that's the major thing so if they could finish the season with uh, a cup, the Conti Cup and Champions League that would absolutely be a successful season
1: uh, The couple of other stories out of Arsenal at the moment so they're going to increase again next season the amount of games that they play at the Emirates so five of their home games next season will be played at the Emirates up from three this year which again just further signs of progress and I bet Mead, the England striker uh, she says she's ahead of schedule in her ACL recovery uh, it, Like surely it is still highly unlikely she makes the World Cup but is she so good that Serena might think you know what why not put her in as number 23 and if we get to a semi final final it's 3 weeks on from the start of the tournament 20 minutes at the end of a game we've been
0: having this de- yeah we've been having this debate amongst the journalists here and and you know my pragmatic mind is saying it's too soon and that she's not going to have enough game time under her belt if any game time under her belt um but then the more lionesses that get hit by injury, the more likely it is that they need that kind of experience and they need that kind of player that can come off the bench and knows what to do in these big games, and that is Beth Mead. So it's a you know, I've I've a lot of people telling me they think she's gonna go as part of the twenty-three because of that experience. Um because not only do you have these injuries in the squad, you've also got the likes of Jill Scott and Ellen White leaving the squad and, and retiring and, and that experience is gone and that major tournament experience is gone. You know, one side of me is thinking that Serena Viegman isn't the type of, of manager to give to bring a player just for the experience, but the other side of me is thinking, as I see more and more lionesses drop out, that actually maybe she will be on the on the on the plane over to Australia, and with enough training under her throughout the tournament, perhaps she would be in a position to come on um, in a in a big game and give that 20 minutes and potentially get that all important goal. <clears throat>
1: the ACL epidemic that's uh, in, in the women's game at the moment there's obviously a, a lot of theories as to what's going on and quite a bit of research but the way the schedule works certainly doesn't help when there is such a massive overload of games at certain times of the season and then there seems to be long breaks for internationals that maybe certain players aren't involved in. Uh, Vera Powell was talking this week about the schedule ahead of the World Cup so the European Clubs Association uh, want countries to stick to FIFA's mandatory release period which would mean that players are only released 10 days before the World Cup uh, which uh, Ireland are intending to fly out 10 days Before the World Cup They have two friendlies uh, Before that Here in Dublin Before they go So We're still waiting to hear From the clubs As to just when They will release them And the clubs are obviously Very wary And uh, pay the players wages Has there been much talk About this in England As to what's going to happen Because it It reads as though It's going to be Incredibly disruptive For the countries Ahead of the World Cup
0: yeah, this is absolutely a topic of discussion over here. It feels a little bit like FIFA and ECA are maybe playing hardball a little bit. Um, you know, the 10th is just too late. It's too late. Like, you know, I understand this desire. We all want to protect the players. We all know that loading has been a lot, you know, and, and for context with the game only going professional over here four five six years ago, players' bodies are, are still getting used to that level of loading. And then you factor in, you've got major tournament on major tournament because of COVID. Um, that has only increased further. Um, So I understand that concern of loading, but there is also a responsibility on the clubs to manage that loading throughout the domestic season. And we're potentially not necessarily seeing enough management either because that's difficult for the clubs. The clubs want to win. They want to play their best players. Mm. They want to win as much as possible. Um, But the 10th is, is just too late because flying out in the 10th is going to give you at least 24 hours to get over there. You've then got to get over jet lag. When do you start training? Are you going to be able to factor in any friendly matches? You know, it's um, as far as I'm aware, it's, it's quite difficult to play friendly matches potentially against teams already involved in the tournament within that window. So it all gets a bit difficult and complicated and part of me thinks it's a little bit of hardball because they want to push maybe what the teams wanted in terms of bringing them in too early and I think that the the international teams are going to be pushing back and bringing them in too late and we've got to find some sort of middle ground because yes the players need a break but 10 days before an international tournament on the other side of the world for a lot of these teams is just too short and, and puts pressure and is you know putting potential injury Likelihood on players as well. So there needs to be some sort of compromise.
1: Well, I'd imagine it would be an interesting conversation between Katie McCabe and Arsenal if they said, uh, We're not releasing you till 10 days before. So you can just skip that friendly uh, in Dublin and the g- <laughs> going away yeah. and all of that good stuff that your qualification earned you. Um, quick mention of some of the Irish players then. So Leanne Kernan and Niamh Fahey. Uh, both back playing for Liverpool after injury. Uh, you know, Fahi has been an absolute mainstay of that Irish defence for many, many years and will be in that squad if she's fit. Leanne Kiernan, potentially there, thereabouts, and would expect to get more game time. Uh, Amber Barrett, who was the obvious hero of Hamden Park, uh, is one of those who it seems like there's an awful lot of question marks about her place in that final 23
0: yeah, um you know and it's difficult when you've got players as well coming back from injury but when when you're the player that kind of got them the team through um you would you would think you've got your spot on the on the plane wouldn't you? Um I, it'll be interesting to see like the likes of Leanne Kiernan, I'd love to see her out at the World Cup, but how many minutes and how much game time is she going to get between now and the end of the season. There's they've got what two games left. Mm. Um so I think a lot of it kind of it comes down to Who's really fit, who's really ready? And it's going to be hard to know until they get into, you know, the, towards the end of the season. Um, I mean, Vera Powell's going to have to be keeping her eye on a number of people. Um, it's going to be a difficult decision, though. I, you know, I was gutted when Leanne Kiernan got, got injured because I thought she would be quite a, a key player to have in the squad. So, yeah, we'll see how she gets on. She's got a couple of games, I think, potentially to prove herself.